Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, it's about to light up, all right, and uh, we're talking about the NRL. There are trials uh, just a week away. The SG Ball competition is about to get underway. Rugby League is coming back for Warriors fans, and we know how excited you get for that at home. But it's a little quiet when it comes to the collective bargaining agreement. Still an issue hanging over that. So uh, I think it's uh, apt that we hop across the ditch to our uh, mates at SEN. In Sydney, especially uh, NRL star, former NRL star Brian Fletcher, who I've already had a chat to this morning on a very good note. I hope that continues. Uh, good morning again, Fletch. Morning, Smithy. Uh, great to hear your voice again, although we're two hours later. Yeah, yeah just two hours later. Hey, um, all sorts of things uh, coming up um, very, very shortly. Uh, tell us a wee bit about this SG Ball comp. Are you excited about that, having something tangible to get into? Well, yeah, the kids, they, they kick off. They've, they've been training um, pretty much since the, the, the big boys finish. So it's good seeing all these young kids coming through. And, you know, they're 18 and 19-year-olds, so they're not that far away from playing NRL. And um, a lot of these clubs, a lot of these players have a bit of a, a taste of, of training with the NRL boys. So it, it's such a good standard. It seems to... Every year, these kids getting bigger and faster. So um, the fans out there are, are getting around it. Right. Dad, can we get the, the administration side out of it, um, out of the way? Because uh, this collective, the CBA thing, is still uh, is still rearing its uh, very very ugly head. Where do you see this uh, finishing? Yeah. Well they've, well, they've just. I mean, they've had. We're a month away. So things like when it when it all broke, it, I thought it might have just been a bit of clickbait, and people were. The papers and the media were just trying to beat a bit of a beat up, but with a month away and we still haven't got anywhere with it, um, it is now not panic stations, but like it, the biggest thing is for these for the NRLW. These girls, a new competition has started. New teams have come in, and these girls don't know where they'll be playing at the moment because they can't register the contracts. And we know through the media all the stuff that the RLPA want, including, which I think was a lay down there, would be the first thing you do is getting uh, medical insurance, but they still haven't included that. So, um, yeah, I think within the next week or so, we should, we should have some news. But, you know, players are threatening not to do any NRL uh, publicity. You know, we've got the All-Stars coming up, which is which which is over in New Zealand. So it might be, that might be a game where it might not go ahead, which would be tragic, especially for all the Kiwi fans. That's an interesting one uh, when it comes to parity with women in sport, Fletch, because we see this on a, a daily basis in other codes around the world, and by and large, you just have to fall in line. It's happening. So do you see that as an end result, the women winning in this particular, particularly the insurance side of things? Yeah, well, they, they, I think they have to. I, I don't think there's an issue with the salary cap per se with, with the girls because the girls have uh, got an increase but the increases come with more games so that's just pro-rated but 
I think that's the major thing is um, the medical insurance because it is a contact sport. And don't forget, these girls aren't all professional. They've got other jobs they've got to go to. So you need to... Uh, we've, well, we need to sort that out. And I, I have no doubt that um, it, it will get done, but how close to, to kick-off next month we'll get it to. Right, OK, let's, um, let's look at um, one of the franchises I'm particularly interested in this year is the, the Dolphins. How, how have you seen this early development of, of uh, 17th team? Yeah, look, it's, they're going to struggle, I think, Smitty. You know, I know they've got a great coach in, in Wayne Bennett, but as we've seen over the years, uh, the last couple of years, you need to have a fit side and you need to have depth. And although their top 17 is uh, NRL standard, there's not much below that. Um, I think they'll struggle. I don't know. I, you know, I don't think they'll be pushing for the semi-finals. But it's their first year in, um, and it's great just to have another another Queensland side in. Which teams we've tried this a couple of times um, uh, with the, with the Crushers, but now I think they've done their due diligence. They've got their backing. Uh, they've got a great. Well, they'll be playing out of um, Suncorp Stadium, but they've got a great training facility. So um, it, it might be a struggle for a couple of years, but I think the success they they eventually will have will, will be put down to, to having Wayne Bennett around. What's the news uh, from uh, the Seagulls, from Manly, on uh, Tom Trebojevic and the injury woes? Yeah, well, he's gone over to the States. He went over to America, which seems to be the new... The new thing to do. I don't know why they we can't do it here. I don't know whether it's to clear their head, get away from the media. But apparently, there's a guru in Philadelphia that specialises in hamstrings. So it it is a worry. He's done this hamstring twice now. Um, Manly, if you're a Manly Sea Eagles fan, every time he goes, Tommy goes down, you hold your breath because he's a player. We, we don't talk about one one player that can. That the club relies on, but unfortunately for for Manly, it, it is with this kid because we he won a Dally M after only sixteen games. That's never been done before. Anything if Manly are to to be successful, they need this kid in their side. And at the moment, that we were hearing the right noises coming out saying, "Yeah, he's he's fine, he's he's going good." But there is a, an argument that maybe take the stress off his hammy, maybe put him in the centres. And rather than fullback, but I don't know whether that, that, that would work and whether he'd want to do that. Every time uh, the name Roger Tuovasashek comes uh, up in any form of conversation over here, people are interested. It seems he's just one of those kind of blokes that attracts attention and rumours are rumours. Is it just a rumour that uh, he might be popping back across and uh, if he was to go to the Roosters, do they, do they really have a, a, a gap for him there? Well, that, that, that was, yeah, it was floated towards the end of last year saying he wasn't happy. Uh, I don't know whether that was, and, and maybe the Roosters had some space in their cap, but you, you would think they, they wouldn't. The rumour, we spoke about it yesterday on the radio, it was a bit of tongue-in-cheek sort of um, comment we, we made, but it certainly gained traction over here, gained a bit of traction with the Auckland Blues too. I didn't know what a blue cap meant. If you put something in blue cap, it means you're fibbing on social media. So I've got a new nickname mm. over here called Brian Blue Cap. So I don't think <laughs> I don't think I don't think Roger. Um, well, you tell me, Smithy. The, the World Cup's coming on this year. Do you think Roger will be in, in the squad? 
I think he'll be in the squad. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I, I reckon there's scope for him to be there. I think they'll continue his development. It hasn't, certainly Fletcher, it hasn't been as quick as uh, everyone thought. It hasn't been a natural progression straight in. And uh, the no. All Blacks generally aren't that uh, patient, but they have been with this fellow, and I think that'll uh, continue to be. Otherwise, they'll have all sorts of egg on their faces for persisting as long as they have. So I, I, think, he, I think he'll be around, and I think he'll be a, a backup part of that squad at this point. Uh, and on that subject, actually, uh, Eddie Jones has uh, come back into uh, the Wallabies coaching role, which means uh, anything goes, I would imagine, including perhaps looking at uh, the NRL for possible talent. Yeah, well, he's already missed out on one. He tried to get young Will Penasini over the line, who's a he was a, uh, a, a schoolboy star of rugby union, but he's just re-signed with uh, the Eels. So it was a funny one, I mean, because we had Rennie, obviously, who... Went okay, considering where we'd come from for the Wallabies. But uh, it, for, what, for whatever reason, um, Rugby Union uh, Australia decided to to go out and go back what everything's uh, old is new again and give him a five year deal. Look, whether or not we can compete for the for the title of in the World Cup in a couple of months, I, I don't know, but. Um, for five years, to, to sign Eddie Jones for five years when he's already had a run, uh, I thought it was a strange decision, but, um, you know, there's guys that, that, know, that know more than me. So whether or not, it's, yeah, we'll, we'll soon see. Of the sides that uh, finished towards the bottom of the competition last year, uh, we're talking about the West Tigers, we're talking the Warriors, the Knights, etc. Do you see any kind of improvement um, for them to their fan bases to be hopeful for? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. The, the problem is, though, Smitty, you know, that those teams improve and and other teams also come on because it, history shows that two or three teams will, will drop out of the eight. Whether that who that's going to be, we don't know because a lot of those top eight teams are pretty strong still. Parramatta, there's an argument to say they might be weaker without, without Reed Money um, leaving and, and on Papali'i. But I think the West Tigers are... Uh, can improve. I think the Warriors definitely. Uh, young Webster, the coach, is a fantastic young coach. I think that's what the Warriors certainly need. And be, being back at home, too, is, is going to help. But the buzz over here, it's all about the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs have gone on a bit of a spending spree. So uh, you're right. You're right. The, uh, there's going to be some, some uh, I suppose, some hope for those supporters of those teams that haven't been great the last couple of years. This far out, can anyone break down the Panthers? Uh, you know they haven't. They've lost the Webster. We, we've got Andrew Webster, of course, in the coaching yeah. ranks and things. But playing personnel-wise, what are you seeing about the Panthers and their continuing march? Well, they've lost. They've lost. I think you know, other than Harry Grant, they've lost uh, the best hooker in the competition, Happy Coruscant. That's a, a huge blow. Um, and their injuries. They, they've been blessed the last two years, last three years with. With injuries, in the sense that Nathan Cleary only missed one or two games because he was injured in the off-season. So you would think um, that the law of averages would say that they they might get affected by by injuries a little bit. They lost a kick out. Uh, I think the Chooks with Brandon Smith uh, as an addition to Hooker are the biggest dangers to Penrith's title. But then you've got Melbourne and and you see what the Cowboys did up there. They got all those good young players or. A year, better, a year um, further experienced. A couple of them played Origin. 
which gives them a lot more confidence. So, oh yeah, I think um, I, I think Penrith would do really well to, to make it three in a row. How about Newcastle, the Knights? Yeah, I don't know about them, mate. I just, I sort of, you're hearing all this noise come, coming out of the Knights. Probably the good thing, I, I think, is having young Lockie Miller from Cronulla, who only, he was at Rugby Union 7 today, and he's only played, I think he's only played half a dozen games for the Sharks. He's now going back to, well, he's not going back, he's signed with Newcastle, which allows Kalen Ponga to go to 6, which they need Kalen Ponga as in the halves. So uh, it, it's a hard one up there because they love their footy and... Um, I think the Newcastle, all they want, all their supporters want, is just a, a bit effort from their players because you know they can they can um, cope with with losing. But if the if the players aren't aiming up, uh, which I think towards the back end of last year, some of them just weren't weren't aiming up. I, I, I think um, that that Newcastle crowd will be happy with. I don't know whether they can make the eight, but uh, you know, as I mentioned, two or three teams every year go up and some obviously come down. Okay, well, um, you asked me uh, this morning on your show what I've got on for the rest of the week. Uh, what if I was listening to Joel and Fletch on the morning show? What what would I have on the, for the rest of the week? Well, I'm done. I only do on the four days, so I've got to go today. I've got to go out and do some filming with the great Nathan Hindmarsh and Matthew Johns for uh, oh. for Fox League. So we're off at the moment. I'm going out to Hindy's palatial home out there in the. In the northwest, you should see this house, Smitty. I don't know how much he's on, but um, it is a magnificent, magnificent ranch he's got out in the northwest. So we're going to do some filming for the upcoming um, upcoming Matthew John show. So that's what I'm doing today, mate. Okay, that's a, that brings an interesting point. Uh, and uh, we know you've got uh, mornings with uh, SEN uh, on eleven seventy. Uh, how much of yep. your working week? How many how many hours do you put into the, those clips and those shows that you you do for Fox? Well, during this time of the year, we, we're quite busy because it's in the off season. We do a lot of. I would say, I would say, fifteen hours a week doing stuff with in the off season. So it's a bit part time, I suppose you would call it. Now part-time, and you combine yeah. the radio, so yeah, it's not a bad little gig, Smithy. A bit like you when you're doing the cricket commentary. You know, it's you a bad little gig. Yeah, you're very good yeah. at it. Very good at it. No, no, we have a lot of we have a lot of fun, and uh, I find Fox an amazing outfit to work for, as I suppose you do from time to time as well. It's just, but yeah. I, I, I just, what do you do do um, that I like? Fletch is you bring an in, but you bring an entertainment value uh, around a sport that you know is still very, very serious and. I think there's still a lot of scope for that and broadcasting. You guys just seem to have a great rapport amongst the group. Yeah, well, that's it. That's exactly right. Like many people, we make fun of each other, but that's what you do when you get along so well. So, it, yeah, when, when I tell my wife I'm going to work, she says, please don't call it work because you just sit on a lounge and make fun of each other. But it is, uh, it is, it is quite enjoyable. And, you know, you don't take yourself too serious. So I think that's, that's the key as well. I try not to. I try not to, mate. But um, I, I've, I've, I've enjoyed this interview because uh, the bulk of it has been the serious part of rugby league, and uh, that's why we rung you, mate. Hey, thanks very much for your time. Enjoy. Uh, well, enjoy your time with uh, at the ranch at the Hindmarsh Ranch uh, tomorrow, um, and uh, pass on our regards. You're, you're, you're a bloody champion, mate. Thanks for your time.
Thanks, Vinny. See you, mate. Have a good show. Bye, bye.